Welcome to the Think Renew podcast, where we will be talking to you about how you can renew your mind for success in life. We want you to perform your best at your church, business, family, and personal life. You're one decision away from fulfilling your life's destiny. Let's talk. Thank you for joining the podcast today. I am John Wilbanks, the host of Think Renewed Podcast. Today we're going to end the series on pastoring with suicidal thoughts, part two. Uh, today I want to kind of take that uh, to another level and carry it to an ending where that you understand what you need to accomplish to be able to keep your mind, your body, and your spirit in check so that you don't come into a situation where did you uh, compromise your boundaries and allow uh, a depression, anxiety, uh, to run into a suicidal thought pattern. Uh, the last podcast, if you uh, were able to listen to it, if you have not listened to it, uh, I would challenge you to take time to listen to it. I talked to you about some instances of, of pastors who committed suicide. Uh, another thing, too, is I've talked about some statistics as well that were very alarming um, that shows if you Google uh, pastoral statistics, you can find these very statistics that I talked about in the last podcast. Uh, just one of the statistics that I read was very alarming, and I want to talk a little bit more about that now. 70% of the pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they did when they started the ministry. 70% constantly fight depression. Which leads me to this next statement. The reason why we're seeing suicide within in pastoral homes is because of depression. And not only depression, but we're also seeing it because of the self-esteem issue. One of the things that we have to understand is, yes, I understand that not every pastor is committing suicide. I understand that the social media probably uh, magnifies it a little bit more. But it is real, and one pastor who commits suicide is too many. So let's talk a little bit about what I believe that can help a pastor for as to uh, have a balanced life and be able to be successful at pastoring a church and not want to be a statistic. Because uh, there's one statistic that talks about that 50% of the pastors feel so discouraged that they would leave their ministry if they could but they can't find another job. So there are definitely some issues here that we need to talk about to help pastors have a better mental aspect, spiritual aspect, and also through the physical. So let's dive into this a little bit here. Uh, there are three, obviously, three dimensions of who a person is, and that's the, the body, the physical body, uh, the spirit that's within you, and your soul, that is your will, your emotions, your mind, uh, that is the three aspects of your life. One of the things that we have to understand is that we have to have an understanding of who we are so that we can be able to, to do what God has called us to do. It is a, a scientific proven fact that our mind is geared to warn us uh, to be aware of our surroundings and be aware of things going on within our life. And I believe that we have taken that very mechanism and used it to uh, build fear within our lives. Uh, we fear 
different things. And the Bible talks about our thinking. Uh, we must be aware of our enemy who will use the mind to destroy us. So in that warning mechanism, we have to be careful that we don't allow the enemy to use that to put fear, doubt, and depression, anxiety within our mindset. Uh, one of the things that we have to understand is a silence hurts pastors. Uh, one of the big things that I see uh, from looking back at my own pastoring uh, life and, and career is that I was silent so many times when I should have been uh, talking to someone. Uh, a lot of times is what causes us to not talk to someone is, is basically um, pride. It could be uh, insecurities. It could be afraid of what people may say, afraid that people may take it and, and use it against us and destroy our ministries, destroy our families. But in, in all uh, reality, we all have issues that we're dealing with. No one is perfect. Everybody's got things that they're going through in their lives. How do we deal with those things is very important. You know, the Bible talks about in 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. The, I mean, God understands this. If you read the scripture in the message translation, it says, God of all healing counsel. First of all, we know that God is a, is a healing counsel. He comes alongside us when we go through hard times. God alone wants to help us in hard times. And before we know it, he will bring us alongside someone else who is going through hard times so that we can be there for that person just as God was there for us. We have to recognize that there are people out there that need our help. They don't need us to correct them. They don't need us to, uh, uh, to tell them how bad they are. They already know that. That's the reason why they come to you getting help. That's the reason why we launched pastorsprevention.org. Pastorsprevention.org is there to help pastors, leaders, no matter who you are, to go through whatever you're going through. Matter of fact, if you're watching this podcast and you're going through suicidal thoughts now, uh, I just beg you to go and, and pick up the phone and call your, your, your nearest uh, pastor, your, your counselor. Or you can email us, call us. Uh, our, our phone number is on the uh, uh, website. Uh, we'll get you the resources somehow or another. There's also a 800 number that you can look on uh, the podcast and see that you can call for suicidal issues. Those are some issues that we all deal with is depression and anxiety. And you need to make sure that you're managing your body, your mind, and your spirit to be able to handle what God has given you. God knows that you're going to go through issues. Matter of fact, he talks about think on these things. He talks about whatever the heart speaks, whatever the, the, the heart says, uh, whatever is in the heart, you're going to speak it out of your mouth. So those are things that we've got to understand that it's reality. You know, we try to put pastors on a pedestal and think that they're separate from everybody else when they're not. There is a load that's on the pastor. So what is that load? Well, pastors are silent. They're not going to tell you these issues, but uh, pastors have a burden. They have... Um, they're, they're vision casting. They're casting the vision of the church. They're caring for you, for us in the hospitals, caring for, the, uh, for, for your spiritual uh, mindset too as well. Uh, they're, they're also, they're speaking. Uh, they, they need support because those three aspects uh, can get them drained, can get them uh, thinking that no one cares about what's going on within their world. Uh, so we need to understand that, that their burden is the lost souls.
the members of their church, their family, their walk with God. They have a burden to get closer to God. And many times we allow other things get in our way to keep us from doing what God has called us to do. So what does pastors need to do to stay whole? Well, I believe number one is a pastor needs to build a team. Uh, an example is Jesus Christ. He built a team of 12 to be able to do the ministry uh, in his uh, in his uh, journey uh, for those three years. When he uh, began the ministry, he developed three, he, he developed, excuse me, he developed 12 disciples to accomplish the ministry. Well, I know that some of you are probably saying, well, I'm afraid to do that because if I do that, I, I may get betrayed. Well, let's all just let's face the reality. Betrayal is going to be in your life. Uh, unfortunately, you're going to be betrayed sometimes within your life. And Jesus was an example. He gave us an example of that. Judas was very much uh, uh, the betrayer in his life. And yet he was able to overcome that. He was able to move forward and accomplish what God had called him to accomplish. Each and every one of us has to develop a team to be able to do what God has called us to do in the ministry. You're not a long ranger. You're not the long ranger. You need a team to build a ministry for your church and for your community. Build an, here's something that you need to understand is building an honor system will help you to develop a great team. Building an honor system in your church will build a culture of honor. Uh, it will teach uh, the leadership how to honor each person within that leadership team. Uh, building a team will help you do the work of the ministry or business. So there are three aspects of that. And this is a very simple. There's nothing um, extravagant about this. Three, I want you to take a pen and a piece of paper and write these down. Number one, delegate. Number two, delegate. Number three, delegate. And then when you do delegate, 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 then you come back and you review, check, review, check, review, check. Because in your review, you will make sure that they are accomplishing what you have just delegated them to do. So you can make sure that the ministry of the gospel is being, um, is, is being preached and being communicated to the believers. Why you, you, the pastor's job is to equip the saints to do the ministry and get them ready to bring the harvest in. Jesus had a team of 12. And obviously his team, they did an extremely good job with the fish and the, lo and the loaves of bread. Ministered to thousands of people. And if he had not talked to them and got them trained and got them ready for that very moment, they could not accomplish what they did in that very moment of ministry. What are the reasons for stress? Well, I believe uh, the reason for stress for pastors is pastors take on too much. Uh, there are some things that they need to accomplish. Number one, uh, they need to, to develop a quiet time. Take time out to stop and, to, and to, to stop and talk to God and listen to God. That, that's not the time to, to put a sermon together. That is time for you to get along with God and renew your mind. Your brain needs to rest. Believe it or not, you need to get a quiet time and rest your brain. Sermon prep is not, like I said, is not a time to build a relationship with God. So what is the pastor's job description? So the pastor's job description is in these three categories. 
Number one, you are the example. You are the example of what prayer should look like. You are the example of what living for God looks like. You are the example of how to be a great Christian. That is number one. Number two, cast in vision. You are to cast the vision of the house. You are to empower people to do the ministry. You're not the one to do everything. And we can talk about that later. Number three, general overseer of the ministry or business. You are to oversee the ministry as it begins to, to move forward and do what, you, what God has called that church and you to do within that community, within that region. So your assignment God has placed within you and, and you're to develop that and begin to push that out to your leaders and the leaders push it out to their uh, uh, leaders as well. And, and you build that church based upon biblical principles. If you look in the book of Acts, it talks about these very things and also the epistles when Paul begins to build the churches. Pastors need accountability, but pastors have a big problem in trusting people. So accountability is something that you got to have. I have worked with uh, pastors many times who said that they're going through issues, they're facing this, they've had this struggle, and yet they would get so far with me, but then they would back off because they're, they're afraid to trust someone. And let me just say, pastorsprevention.org is not just me and my wife. We have uh, other, we have, we're networking with other pastors and other counselors to help you uh, to accomplish what God's called you to do. Confidentiality is a big thing in my book. Just ask some people around me that I'm helping right now. If you'll call me, if you'll email me at pastorsprevention at gmail.com, I promise you, or, G, or you can actually email me at jwmgroup at gmail.com as well. I promise you, I will give you some resources to show you that, that I am very confidential when it comes to things like this. But Because I, I understand and I respect and I honor you as a pastor. But you need to find someone that you can be truthful with if you can't be truthful with your spouse, we definitely need to have some counseling time because your spouse is there for you, but you need to have a pastor that you can go through to to help you with problems and situations that you're facing so that you can have an objective uh, voice within your, your life. Rejection from people is a big problem with pastors. Uh, they're afraid that they don't have their back. Their fear of betrayal, their fear of, well, will they push back on what I'm trying to get accomplished within the kingdom of God. So those are some things there that we talk about. The last thing I want to talk about is struggle. We all struggle with something. There's a struggle within our lives, and it's going to happen. And it's okay. We struggle with things. I'm not saying deal with it and, and, and push it away and, 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 and just not have any, uh, uh, any, any, any remorse to, to be able to fix anything. I'm saying... You're going to struggle with some things. Let's just look at the Bible. Jeremiah was a depressed prophet. He was a prophet, but he was depressed. We look at uh, David, King David, who was an adulteress. We look at Moses, who he, he struck a rock and got angry, you know. Jesus wanted to pass the cup. Matthew 26, you read that. He wanted to pass the cup. Everyone has struggles, but we need to deal with them in a systematic way. So, so let's, let's help you with some of those struggles and help you with how to deal with some of them. Some simple things that you need to try out first, and then we'll, we could dive into some things later on. Make sure to spend time to build a strong inter, internal 
mindset. Let me say that again. Make sure to spend time to build a strong internal mindset. Number one, you need to pray. There's a prayer life that needs to be developed within you. Every day there needs to be a prayer life that you take. You say, God, I want to spend some time with you. Number two, time away to think every day. Think on these things as the Word of God talks about. Take some time out, and I'm not going to limit you. I'm not going to say you got to spend two hours or an hour or 45 minutes. Every day may be different, but you need to spend that time thinking every day. Number three, family time. Not with other families, just your family. Are you spending time with your family? Are you spending time with your spouse? Uh, every week, we, we, we uh, Sally and I, would take time out to uh, put together, when are we going to go on a date? When are we going to spend some time together this week? That is very important that we do that. My son and I, at least once a year, we go on a trip to the mountains and we hang out for two or three days and laugh and cut up and make it talk serious. But we just like to go up there in the mountains and, and park and just uh, eat, snack, drink, or drink some good cola or, or Kool-Aid, whatever, and just sit there and, and watch, watch the water rush through those rocks and just listen to the, the quietness. I mean, we can't even get our internet, our phones to work, so we have to just sit there and look at each other and talk. But it's a fun time that we can, we can build. My daughter and I, we go shopping. She likes to shop. She likes to go and, 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 and shop and eat, so we do that with her. And my wife does the same thing with the kids and different things. And then we do a family vacation. And, and my wife and I have separate things that we do as well. For personal time, personal time, personal time. I'm telling you, personal time is very important. I think we've missed that. You've got to take some time out to make sure that you're taking care of your body, walking, eating properly, drinking plenty of, of, of water. Um, you know, go to the doctor at least once a year. And, and it, it, listen, Pastor, you need to make sure that you have your board set down and say, hey, I, if you don't have insurance, tell them, hey, can you, can you take an offering up? Can you help me where that I can go to the doctor at least once a year to get a physical to make sure that I'm taking care of myself? Board members, if you're listening to this, you need to make sure your pastors are taken care of physically, not just mentally and spiritually, but physically. And you need to take care of your mental mindset. And there's resources we can give you on that and also to personal time or as spiritual time as well. Listen, I hope that this podcast has helped you some way today. Next week, we'll dive into some more uh, topics as well and helping you to think differently about who you are in Christ. God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Think Renew Podcast. We hope this podcast has been encouraging to you. Please visit our website at pastorsprevention.com for more information. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at pastorsprevention at gmail.com.